It fell off the roof of my car. It fell out of my backpack. Oh, it fell off my grocery cart. I tossed it to a really clumsy friend. I tripped while chugging. My two-year-old had a temper tantrum. It bounced down two flights of stairs. No matter how you broke your smartphone, there's only one smart way to fix it. Batteries plus bulbs. I dropped it on the floor, and he stepped on it. <gasps> Schedule your repair at BatteriesPlus.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, September the 12th. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you from Baltimore, Maryland. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny and infinity healing, holistic healing for the mind, body, and spirit. Once again, we are super excited this evening about being with you and to be able to share love and wisdom with the desire to uplift, inspire, motivate, and empower you to live a more peace-filled, joyful, and loving life. To receive and download this podcast, simply go to the iTunes store, click on podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. You can also receive it via my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, or simply by Googling us, Blog Talk Radio, A Date with Destiny. Also, follow us on Twitter at least 101. That's L-Y-S-E 101. If you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business, you can send a message via my website, info at yourdestinyawaits.net, or via my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. Tonight, we are going to talk about alternative healing using Reiki and meditation. So if you're listening in and feel compelled to call with a question or a comment, that number is 347-237-4518. Again, 347-237-4518. Our phone lines are open and we would love to hear from you. So tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be amazing. We have joining us this evening my guest co-host, who is no stranger to A Date with Destiny, Miss Angel Kangalee. Angel is a testament of what friendship 
what real friendship looks like. She has many, many wonderful things that she is doing on this leg of her journey. And she is an intuitive empath, a healer, and a master of Kundalini and Yusui Reiki. And she's also the CEO of her nonprofit organization, Angels in Disguises Foundation Incorporated. So without further ado, we would like to say hello to Miss Angel Kengali. Hello, Angel. How are you? Hello, Lisa. I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you very much. You see, we're excited. We're giving you all this applause, girl. I heard. I heard. I just feel so special. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so just sit tight because I want to introduce my next guest, who is, as um, we also have joining with us, Miss Deborah Ahern, who is new to A Date with Destiny. Deborah is a Yusui and Kundalini Reiki practitioner, as well as, now make sure I say this right, so Deb, you know, when you get on, you can correct me. I should have asked you this prior, but we're going to give it a go. <laughs> so she's also a, a practi- Reiki practitioner of Rashiba Rasheba, and Snow White... He- Rishiba, okay, and Snow White Healing, who works at various Baltimore nursing centers, giving Reiki to both um, permanent residents and transitional care patients. She also works with the um, integrative care team at University of Maryland Medical Center. So without further ado, A Date with Destiny would like to welcome Miss Deborah Ahern. Hello, Deborah. How are you? Hello. Well, that's so wonderful. Well, we are honored and and so pleased to have you both sharing with us this evening. Um, I want to make sure that you guys can hear me okay? Yes. Make sure my sound and everything, okay, great. Can you hear each other? Yes. Yes. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so before we get started, I just wanted to thank you both. Um, for coming on and joining us this evening. Um, So we have a whole lot to cover, um, so we're just going to go ahead and jump right in there. And we probably will have to do another show because this is so much wonderful information about Reiki and alternative healing. And I want to make sure um, my listening audience really gets a clear picture and a clear idea of what it's all about. So we may have to have you guys back on for a second show. Sounds wonderful to me. Yes, sounds great. Okay, so this evening we are going to talk about alternative healing, healing for the mind, body, and soul. We will also discuss chakras and what they are and how they affect our bodies in everyday living. First, I just want to give a general background of what Reiki is and where it originated from for those who are listening and unfamiliar with this style of healing. Reiki is a Japanese art technique for stress reduction and relaxation that also promotes healing. It is administered by laying on hands and is based on the idea that an unseen life force energy flows through us and is what causes us to be alive. If one's life force if life force energy is low, then we are more likely to get sick or feel stressed. And if it is high, we are more capable of being happy and healthy. The word Reiki is made of two Japanese words, 
Ray, which is which means God's wisdom or the higher power, and Ki, which is life force energy. So Reiki is actually spiritually guided life force energy. So now that we know what Reiki is, let's talk about what led you to this style of alternative healing and how it has affected your life. And uh, let's start with you, Angel. Wow. I only got, what, a couple of minutes. That's that's a loaded question, Ms. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't that. it? Okay, right, okay. So I was met to Reiki um, pretty much through my sister. Um, I had mm-hmm. never heard of the word, and when she talked about it to me, I was like, what, Reiki? But I, I am a Christian, and I was brought up and raised and, you know, um, to church. And as an adult, I knew that I had certain spiritual gifts, and that was of prayer and of healing. But, how, you know, you just think that's okay, I only use it in a church or at home or something like that. And when my mm-hmm. sister was talking to me about Reiki, and I asked her, well, what does it mean? And she went on to explain it, just like how you just did briefly a couple of minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I just heard God saying to me, this is what I've called you to do, because I need you okay. to reach the masses of people. You know, it's beyond the walls of your church, your faith, and all of that, you know. And so when she was telling me, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to learn this. I have to learn this. And, um, and she says, well, I'm a master. And she was a master in a silly Reiki. And um, she, um, I said, well, can you teach me? She says, I sure can. So she taught me, um, you know, Reiki on, um, on all three levels because God had told, called me to, to not only use this as a healing, you know, technique to help others, but also to teach people and, um, and to, to know how to use the energy and to use it for healing. And I just want to add this little segue. We were all born with the innate ability to heal. We all do it. Mm-hmm. The, the difference is between someone that's actually doing it or, or whatever is because one is aware, like their mind now re-remembers re- what the spirit already knows versus mm-hmm. somebody who's not aware but the spirit already knows. So an enlightenment or an attunement just means you are aligning the mind with the spirit and you're re-remembering who you are and what power you have within you. So I hope I kind of summarized that real as quickly as I could. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That's amazing. Um, you did good. And um, what about you, Deb? What led you to uh, this style of alternative healing? Um, I was in pain management for a few years, and I was on a lot of pain meds. I was um, I had my own business, and it was just really stressful and hard on me physically, especially as you get a little older. Uh, my pain management doctor was a uh, attuned to Yasui Reiki, and he suggested that I learn level one of any kind of Reiki to do self-healing on myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, like Angel, I was raised Christian, and I mm-hmm. meditated on it. And the answer that I got was basically the same that Angel got was I was destined to do this. I was called to do this, and that's my purpose here. And I took that first level and just ran with it and just kept going and went to Master Teacher and then tried different other other um, other forms of Reiki. Uh, needless to say, I'm no longer in pain management, and I am off all medication. Awesome. And, wow. 
And awesome. Your, the co-host here, Miss Angel, is a very special person to me because she is my master teacher of Kundalini Reiki. Mm-hmm. Aww. And she's mine as well. How about that? <laughs> yes. How about that? <laughs> and and I want to say, I just have to say this about you, Miss Deborah, that you are my master under Yusui Reiki. How about that? I just mm-hmm. um, yes. did my third achievement yesterday, so I'm pretty excited about that. And ladies and gentlemen, I just want to mention that um, uh, the – the the Reiki, the alternative healing, um, and when we said, you know, it was one important thing that both of you said, you know, when you mentioned that you're Christians, I am too. We were all raised in the church, so we all had that in common. Um, and one of the things that uh, Christians who don't, when they hear something outside of what they're used to hearing, then, of course, you know, because they don't know, you know, they get afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Um and I found that once they really understand what it is, then more and more people are turning towards alternative healing. And I do know for myself quite a few people who have done this, and like you, Deborah, are are no longer on any type of medication. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And it's so for Deborah, yeah, for Deborah, I know that you. You know, you do a lot of volunteer work at the hospitals and things like that. So what are you seeing? And, and Angel, we'll get to you in a second because I know that you do a lot of teaching. You teach a lot of Reiki um, and do a lot of attunements as well as Deb. But, Deb, tell us what you what you see and what you are experiencing when you go into the hospitals um, and you perform Reiki on some of the uh, permanent residents there or transitional care patients. Well, um, I don't do Reiki at the hospital on patients. I do the mm-hmm. um, transitional, I do Reiki in the nursing centers and okay. the transitional, the residents and the patients. Um, it definitely helps people who have had a stroke. It helps people, it helps, I've seen it just help everything. Um, mm-hmm. From people who have had surgery in their leg or they were in an accident, or they've had a stroke um, to an infection. It, it's it's and every time that I give Reiki, it is just different with each person. Everybody walks away with something different. I know at the hospital, um, I'm a volunteer and I've given Reiki to staff members. Mm-hmm. Um, the hospital, the nurses. There are some nurses that are already Reiki masters that give Reiki to the patients. They're also using other forms of alternative medicine there aside from Reiki. And people just say how much it helps them with total healing, body, mind, spirit. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and Angel, um, the same for you. Tell, tell us a little bit about your classes and what that entails. Sure. Um, so with the classes, so even I'm attuned to a Sui Reiki and Kundalini Reiki, and all that means, listeners, is just this: if you do a, a, a Google search on Reiki, you'll see so many different forms of Reiki. So you might see something like those two I mentioned, or Angel Reiki, Rainbow Reiki, Go Reiki, and it's still mm-hmm. the same type of what we call energy. This has different mm-hmm. levels of strength, just to make it kind of mm-hmm. simple for for ones who who are just this is like totally foreign to them. Um, mm-hmm. So what I do is I um, 
teach people or students how to do healing treatments on themselves, um, other people, plants, animals, anything that has an energetic vibration, you can Mm -hmm. apply Reiki to it. Um, How much you can imagine to do it, you can do it. Um, Right. So just learning how to do that. And when we say the word attunement, it's just a formal ceremony where um, the uh, person or the student that wants to learn, they pretty much will just, you know, tell the universe, yes, they want to receive this gift, they want to, 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 um, to, to, to learn it and understand it. And they just open them themselves up to it where now, again, the, 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 the energy or what was lying dormant in you because you wasn't aware of it, because you're not aware of something does not mean you don't have it. You're right. just not aware of it. So when you're attuned, it's awakening that energy, it's awakening that, it, and it's also aligning the spirit and the mind. So now the mind knows. So it's almost like you know, power is knowledge, right? Uh, right. Knowledge is power. Excuse me. Um, now mm-hmm. the mind knows already what the spirit has already known before you even entered into your your flesh. So it's awakening of that. Now once the mind is in alignment with the spirit, then the energy can really flow. Really yeah. And if I can just add this really quick. When I said earlier mm-hmm. that we all have the innate ability to heal, every mm-hmm. listener has had an experience in their lifetime, whether you're a parent or just you're soothing yourself. If you have mm-hmm. a child and that child is complaining about their stomach hurt or their, their head hurts, and, you know, as a parent or, or, or just a, a, uh, someone in your family, a kid that you love or whatever, but when you go and, and touch them, like you're soothing them, you're rubbing their stomach or you're rubbing their head. Yes. And, 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 you know, and after a while they're like, oh, I feel better, and they're gone into play, and we just think, oh, we just got the magic touch. But no, what we're doing is we're activating healing. And what is the thing yes. that activates that healing? Healing, love. Love is pure. Yes. So love ignites yes. that spark in you to heal. Same thing with your Absolutely. Again, we are rub our head if we have a headache or arm hurt. You know, we just unconsciously just rub it, and we just think, I feel a little bit better. Maybe the pains have gone away, but it's a little bit. We just felt, I think, that we just soothe ourselves. But no, we yeah. activate healing. So it's flickers of that. But just imagine right. you know, once you know that you have that, then it's so much more stronger. And the yeah. more and more you practice it and do it, it's like a muscle. As long as you exercise in it, then your, the, the strength in that will will just increase. It just gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Just like if you were practice learning, you know, practicing for the marathon or something. The more you practice, right. you get stronger and stronger and stronger. So it's the same. It's the same thing. Exactly. So Kundalini. So to sum it up, Kundalini energy is just the dormant energy lying embedded within our bodies at the base of the spine, and this energy mm-hmm. unites us with the energy of the universe. So that brings me to my next subject. And um, again, we're going to have to really come back and and so that we can continue to dissect this because girls, we could talk about this like forever because it's yeah. so, that, yeah. so so many different things that, you know, so many different ways that we can heal and it's all about believing. And one of the things that I always say, and this is to anybody and even to ourselves, you know, it's by our faith that we are healed. It's by ourselves. Yeah. No matter, even if I'm laying hands, you know, even though you don't even know that we're sending energy your way, you know, but it's still, if you believing that and you're receiving a healing, guess what? That's done. 
Yep. So it's, ac- yes. it's actually a, a total faith walk as well. But I want to touch a little bit since we talked about the dormant energy and the, at the base of the spine and all of this. Let's talk about chakras real quick. Um, and Deb, let's, you know, let's start with you as far as if you could just give us a, um, and I'll, you know, help you, we'll help you out too, but let's just go through the seven chakras and, and, and talk about those, where they're okay. located and why they're important. Okay. Um, starting well, with the root I, chakra. With the root chakra, that is at the base mm-hmm. of your spine. Mm-hmm. Um, that is associated with um, a lot of times if uh, your your childhood and your needs, money, food, um, all the root issues of our survival. Hmm. And then the next one, yeah, we're just going to keep going through. Now, where first of all, let's go. The, where are the chakras located? Like you know, it's okay. it's, it's like it. Hmm. The, the root chakra is at the base of the base of your spine. The central right. chakra is maybe two inches down below your belly button. Mm-hmm. Um, the solar plexus is in your stomach area. <clears throat> excuse me, two inches above your belly button. Your mm-hmm. heart chakra is at your heart, the center of your chest, and right. your throat chakra. Mm-hmm. Uh, is self-explanatory. Um, right. The the third eye chakra or the brow chakra is in between your two eyebrows on your forehead, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then your crown chakra is at the top of your head. Okay. Now, why are the chakras important when it comes to healing? Anybody can answer um, that one. Well, well, chakras are your energy center. I'm sorry, Debbie. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, sometimes when our chakras are blocked, it can cause problems that can, that are, when our chakras are blocked, it causes problems, physical problems. Mm -hmm. If we are injured or we go through some sort of trauma and we don't release that and we hold on to that, that blocks mm-hmm. that chakra, and then the area of the body where that chakra is located, you're going to get maybe physical symptoms if the longer you hold on to that energy and it's going to make you sick or ill. Right. Mm-hmm. Angel, did you have anything to add to that? Right. Totally correct. I just wanted to let, let this know, too, just because sometimes chakras, it can be very abstract. And again, mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with this, this is like, what are they talking about? So a chakra, mm-hmm. just want you to imagine, just when the areas that Deb had mentioned where they're, they're associated, you can just imagine and visualize. You can imagine like they, they're associated with different colors. And so mm-hmm. if it, so, just imagine we're just going to talk about the root chakra for a second. So that's that first chakra that's connected to our physical world. Everything that we are concerned about in our physical world is affected there. Family, finances, job, health, all of that stuff. Now, so would you say ego is a, is a part of that? Um, yes, because that's okay. what, you know, connects with this, this, this physical realm, whatever it is that ego wants. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so I want you right now to picture just the color red, and this is a whole class and a whole. This is another. This is on chakras, but just for the listeners to get an understanding. 
I want you to kind of picture like a nice little circle fan. Remember the old time fan blowing. I just want you to kind of visualize that. And I want you to visualize the color red, just the, the way you see the fans are twirling really fast and it's red. Now, a healthy shopper, if you're visualizing that color, is like a nice, vibrant, pretty red. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's round because of the way the fan is going. When the chakra is blocked, the color can look dark, like a crimson color, like a deep, dirty-looking color, like, a, you know, red or whatever. That mm-hmm. circle can have dents in it where it's not that pretty circular. So and mm-hmm. sometimes when you're imagining, the first thought that comes to your mind that's what maybe how your chakra is appearing to you. So if gotcha. it's bent or if it's dark, um, you know, not shaped pretty or whatever, then there's blockage there. And that blockage mm-hmm. could be the, the things that we talked about. You're worried about finances. you got some things going mm-hmm. on in the family. You know, anything mm-hmm. like that that we haven't released, then it, it holds right. itself there and it, and, it, and it makes that chakra, you know, clogged and unbalanced. And so it's right. very crucial that we balance our chakras every day. And you do that through prayer, meditation, just release and stuff. And I, I believe yeah. that the major chakras that really affect us is our root, which is mm-hmm. at the base, the solar mm-hmm. plexus, because I was in that stomach area, but mm-hmm. that's also our psychic seat. Um, mm-hmm. And, and we, when you feel kind of like when we get those four warnings, and you know how people say, my gut, so my gut ain't right. That's that. You mm-hmm. know, I'm getting a bad vibe. Mm-hmm. That's our, our psychicity. But more so the heart chakra, because that holds, you know, where we're disappointed, where we've been, you know, had, um, we're unhappy or uh, struggling with grief or, you know, things yeah. that, that affect us and we hold their anger, unforgiveness, all of that. And that's yeah. really when that heart chakra, you know, we don't deal with those things. I believe that 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 chakra is the most one where we do manifest maladies in our physical body because yes. that's where we hold so much stuff and stuff that doesn't serve us perfect. Yeah. So, and these and these chakras also are associated with every organ and tissue and endocrine system in our physical body. So this this is like go. a class in the left. <laughs> Yeah, but just to help the, um, the 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 listeners to get an idea because it's very abstract. This is not something tangible that you can hold and see. You know, you have to. Right. Think, I, I'm the type of person I'm visual, and I have to kind of have something to make it more concrete for me. So that's why yeah. I kind of wanted to just kind of put that really quick out there, just to kind of help a listener, just to kind of be able to follow along in what we're saying until they have yeah. time to do their own research. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And Deb, were you going to say something? No, I was just listening to Angel explain that so beautifully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's all about energy. Yeah, well, it's and it's all about, I want everybody just to remember to keep focused that it's all about energy. Everything within us, I mean, we are made up of energy. So we have to yeah. keep that in mind. And, and each yeah. chakra is just that. It's just, it's, we are lined like in the center of your body, you know, and yeah. when one is, when one is off, it throws off the whole, it just throws everything off. <laughs> but then that's exactly. when we talk about working from our lower self, our, you know, our lower from the ego. And then when, as you come up, now we're working from our higher self, which we're now we're getting into spirit. 
Right. So, and that also can be a uh, reference to um, we're dual beings, you know, but we're spiritual beings living a human experience, not human beings living a spiritual experience, but we're dual beings where we have that we're, we're of the earth and we're of the air. Right. You know, it's not until right. this physical body goes away that we'll, you know, go back to just being, you know, complete spirit. But while we're here, we got to try to figure this thing out. <laughs> and exactly. God gave us the tools to do just that. And that's where this alternative healing comes in. And I, I'm glad, I thank you for explaining that because I think that's very important for people to at least know a little bit about that. And you can also Google chakras and learn more about it because it's very important to, you know, our, our total being actually. Right. Um, so I want to also uh, get each of us to give a uh, a short story because we're you know not you know short on time a little bit, but just a short story about one of the um, experiences that you've had with one of your clients where they received a healing um, and you know, and, and how they reacted. I mean, you know, because like when you go to the doctors, you know, they're just going to kind of like give you, you know, medicine to take away your pain, but it's not going to fix the symptom per se, Mm -hmm. you know, so let's give, let's start with you, Deb. Um, If you can think of a, a story or share with us about one of your clients where Reiki has just changed their life. Hmm. <clears throat> I know you have so I, many. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to figure out which which one to to talk about. Um, Reiki has brought so many wonderful people into my life, um, and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for for God bringing these people into my life and my path crossing theirs because they're all mm-hmm. so spiritual. They've all had Christian backgrounds. Um, there was a lady at a nursing center who was in excruciating hip pain. Um, and I think she was 90. So she was up there a little bit, 90 years young. And she, I walked in and I asked her if she wanted Reiki. I told her I was a volunteer and she said she had never heard of, oh, actually, no, she said she had heard of it. But she had never had a Reiki session before. Mm-hmm. And she told me that she had where her pain was. Um, and I commenced giving the session. And I'm not allowed to do hands-on in the nursing centers. I need to keep mm-hmm. my hands in their, like, biomagnetic field, like just a, an inch or two above them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I started the session and... I I knew where the pain was. I could feel it in my hands. And Mm -hmm. I guess after 20 minutes or so, I said, are you feeling better? She's been feeling better. And she kind of dozed off to sleep. A lot of people, it relaxes them so much that they fall asleep. And I was getting ready to tiptoe out of the room because I didn't want to disrupt her her experience when she opened her eyes and she's like how did you do that and I said how did I do what and she says the pain is totally gone 
Wow. And I said, well, I'm really, really happy for you because she was in really bad pain. And she said, mm. thank you. And I said, well, don't thank me. Thank the universe because I'm just yes. channeling God. So, yes. Um, yes, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I know that you've had that happen on so many, many different occasions. Yes, and sometimes, though, depending on how many issues or what is really wrong with the person and how long they have been sick, sometimes Mm -hmm. that takes into where the Reiki is going to flow and how it's going to affect them. Mm -hmm. Um, We can pray and ask that it go to where they're asking for, but if they have something that maybe they're unaware that they're holding on to, because I've had people Mm -hmm. cry, I've had people laugh, Mm-hmm. The reactions are just different for everybody. Yeah. With how how that how the energy affects that person. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um I know that we all do our sessions uh, um differently because we're, you know, no two people are alike, so your sessions aren't going to be alike either. Um but I know for me, I always start with the mind. Um, because I think that, and 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 again, Kundalini and Yusui is, is, you know, it's all energy, and we're, you know, told where to place our hands and so on and so forth. But I always want to start with the mind because people need to understand that if your mind is blocked and clogged, and if you don't even believe that this is possible, then you know, I because again, it's by your faith that you are healed. So I believe for me, I just start there because I believe we need to be on one accord, you know, going in. Now, maybe you don't, you know, it's not necessary for that, you know, because sometimes we do distance healing and stuff like that, and we might get into that in a, in a different show. But have you found that to be true? I have had people who were skeptical and said, mm-hmm. what is this? And it's like, well, I'll try anything once. And okay. after the session is over, they're like, wow, that was the, one of the most, somebody said it was the greatest experience they've ever had. And wow. I was like, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But a lot of people, especially the the male patients, um, I guess maybe they're just afraid of what it represents. I'm not really sure because I don't want to put ideas in, in their, in their, you know, in their hearts. But mm-hmm. I've had quite a few where they were like, no, and then I'll, I might go back the next day, and they'll say, "Well, you're here. I'll just try it." And, right. You know where they're skeptical, and it just turns them around. And they they always say, "Can you come back tomorrow or the next time you're here?" <laughs> right. Isn't it amazing? That's a great feeling. You it know, really when people, when somebody, yeah, when you turn somebody's skepticism into something that's just amazing and they see the miracle, you know, they see it for themselves. Yes. Yeah. Well, Angel, before I get to you and your story, I have a caller uh, that I want to bring on, and I believe I know who this caller is. So <laughs> let's go to our phone lines real quick. And bring the caller in. Hello. And I believe Hello, that you're let me guys. let me see. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see if I can be psychic for a second. Let me let me get my psychic <laughs> cap on. I believe that your first initial of your name starts with an S. 
Yes, you're awesome. Wow. Wow. Absolutely awesome. Psychic Lisa. Psychic Lisa. How about that? And okay, and then if I can her. just you know, if I can just go a little bit further, your first name, I'm getting it, I'm getting it. Is it Sylvia, maybe? That's that's it. Fight George. <laughs> yes. Hey Sylvia, how are you? Great, you guys sound so wonderful. How are you? I learned a lot. Well, you know what? We're so glad that you could join us today. So we're just so happy and excited to have you. Uh, Sylvia Bailey, ladies and gentlemen, is another Reiki master. um, And she also is a part of our healing group, um, Infinity Healing, which we will talk about a little bit later. Um, But Sylvia is also, you know, one of us. She's definitely a healer. Um, she also is a um, she has medium capabilities, um, and she's just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful spirit. Um, and we are just so blessed to have her amongst us and with us. So we welcome you, Sylvia, to a date with you. Destiny. Thank, Thank you so you much. Hey, <laughs> how are you, girl? <laughs> it's just so much. It's just so much love. Don't you just love? We just feel the love. So Sylvia, as you were as you were sitting there listening right now, we're just going through some of our experiences that we want to share with our listening audience to let them know that this is real. This is not something that you know we've conjured up, we made up, or anything like that. This is really real. Um, healing. We take our healing and we take our light work very, very seriously. Um, it's our calling. And um, we just want to be able to share it with the world and to let them know. And then people in our area, uh, you know, how to get in touch with us if they're interested in having a Reiki session. Um, I'll put that information out there as well, um, again, so that people can contact us. And we would love to work with you. Um, So we're going to now turn to Angel. Oh, before we do that, I just want to real quick go through the Reiki principles um, so that you know that Reiki, you know, uh, the the principles of Reiki, which I absolutely love, um, the ethical principle of Reiki is just for today, do not worry. Just for today, do not anger. Honor your parents teachers and elders, earn your living honestly and show gratitude to everything. And so we when I love when they say just for today, because today yeah. is all we have. Yeah. And a lot of times when we look to tomorrow, that's what bring and people don't even realize when they go too far into the future, that's when you get anxiety about things. And when yeah. you look too far into the past, that's when we get depressed. So mm-hmm. just for today <laughs> you know, the now is all we have. So, Angel, you know, having said all that, I would like for you to share one of your stories of healing um, with our listeners. Before I even get into my story, I just want to say this as well. With Reiki, and I think we kind of touched on it a little earlier, but Reiki, the healing energy is innate. It knows where to go. So it heals mm-hmm. the mind and the spirit and the body. So a lot mm-hmm. of times before disease or pain or whatever manifests in our physical body, there has been mm-hmm. trauma somewhere in the emotional or the spiritual body. So when a yes. person is receiving the healing treatment, they might mm-hmm. not feel, especially if they've been dealing with a long-term illness, you're not, you may not, you're not going to be cured right away, which I wish that could happen. 
But it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's a process before you to get that physical illness, and it's a process before you can be whole, be you know healed. But mm-hmm. um, the energy is going to go where that trauma first set in first before that client may start feeling um, physical relief in the body. And I'm talking about someone that has been dealing with an issue for a long time. If you just, like Deb, have people maybe like she may see somebody, I think she told me one time somebody was on staff and they flagged her down because they had a headache. That's something acute right then and there. She could do Reiki and the headache was gone. So Mm -hmm. acute symptoms and things, Reiki can, you know, take away that discomfort or that pain right away. But I want yeah. you to understand when there's a long-term illness, things, you know, that can take several treatments before the patient starts feeling, you know, a, a, an abundance of relief, so to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just yeah. want to put that out there. So this this experience that I had recently, um, this was my uh, first client that I um, did a healing session on that had cancer. And mm-hmm. um, and this um, client had colon well, has colon cancer. And they've had it for a while. They've gone through radiation, chemo, and they're, and they're another bout of doing radiation. As I was administering um, the healing, so again, like I think Deb had mentioned it, um, I think you did too, but when, when you're doing Reiki and the more and more you do it, you become intuitive. So you're just listening and you're being guided by God and mm-hmm. angels to place your hands where they need to be placed. So I listen. I don't have a routine. Now, if I don't hear nothing, then I have a starting point. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but right, right, right. Hear where to put my hands. This particular right. client, I had placed my hands on, started on her, one hand on her back, the lower back, and one hand, like, in the stomach area. And before I even touched her, my hands were so hot. Like, I mean, like, they were hot. And that doesn't normally happen for me. And when I placed my hands on her, she was like, ooh. Your hands are hot, you know, and I was like, yeah, I feel it too. And then the, when I was working on her, my whole body got hot. And I have that, that this is a new experience because I've never gotten hot all over and just broke out in a sweat, like, you know, one of them really bad hot flashes. But I mm-hmm. can feel the energy pouring through me and going to her, and it was strong healing energy. And mm-hmm. then I'm visual, so, you know, God and the angels will show me what they're doing, you know, energetically and inside of a client. And what was so awesome, because when I saw the healing power that literally was in the the, the center of her, and it was like this uh, orange, coppery, yellow, liquid light fire. That's not the best way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. And I saw that going through her bloodstream. And then, like, in her organs, it was, like, just going, like, it was almost like just, you know, like a lava or something that's going to destroy mm-hmm. anything in its wake <laughs> that is mm-hmm. that not be there. It was like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just so, it was so amazing. And then I saw um, where it was like, um, you know, God and the angels were kind of, like, putting this clear coating, like a coating over her organs and tissues. And I kept mm-hmm. hearing that... This is protected. The cancer will not go anywhere else because those or it's like this layer of something just 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 covering it. And then while as a healer is doing that, you know, a lot of times you're hearing what what God is saying to you. And and I just kept hearing that this sickness is not into her death. 
And also as a patient, you're experiencing stuff, not just physical stuff where you might want to cry. You may feel heat from your hands or you whatever. You may see colors. You may see visions. You may see like that, that relaxation that Dad was talking about, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're experiencing. But anyway, when I came out of that experience, it was so awesome, and I waited till she came around, and she was like, oh, my God, that was beautiful. And I told her, you know, what I did, what I saw, and she was so encouraged. Now, I forgot to tell you all this part. When she mm-hmm. came to me, she mm-hmm. was very weak. She had a cane. It took all of her energy just to get through my front door because I got a big suit, and that means you would have thought that she was climbing Mount Everest. That's how difficult it was for her to get up on that mm-hmm. suit into my front door. She was totally wiped out and drained. When we were done and we were helping her go back to the car, she had a pep in her step. She was moving faster, and I was like, girl, look at you. And she says, I feel awesome. better. You know, so, she felt more, more, you know, vibrant. She said, I feel drained because I know the healing power was going through her. But, yeah, right. I could physically see the difference in how she left me. Wow. how she came into me. Right. And that is the power of healing, you guys. You know, yes. it's not something all the time that you can describe or tell somebody. You have yes. to experience it. And once yes. you experience it, and then this is the other thing, listeners, and it's not just about physical healing the body because that's all awesome too, but it's mm-hmm. enlightenment. It opens up your mind where you want to know truth, not yes. more than anybody else's truth, yes. but truth. And it aligns yes. you with the spirit realm so you're more aware and you're more yes. sensitive that there is another world beyond what we can see. And yes. you're feeling it. And I think Lisa talked about how we're all made up of energy. And yes. um, you had said something else, um, vibration, I believe you said. Mm-hmm. That's what we mm-hmm. are. We operate on We are vibrational energy. It's something invisible Mm -hmm. to the naked eye, but every living thing operates on a vibrational level and a frequency. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, Mm -hmm. when you enlighten your mind and to spirit and and, and, and your healing of the mind, body, and spirit, then now your frequency level is almost like the radio. You know how AM is sucks and FM is like the better bandwidth? Your Mm -hmm. bandwidth, your frequency level it just heightens where you're just yeah. operating high. So it's a win-win. And then guess what, too, listeners, as a healer practitioner, every time you do Reiki on someone else, you're being healed, too. It's always Amen to that. It's Woo! always a win-win. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you know what? We could be on the phone all night long. <laughs> I know, but that is so powerful because, you know, what? as you were saying that, what I saw was when you started talking about vibration and energy, just picture this, like, you know, certain times of the year where there's static electricity and you go to touch something and you get a shock? Yes. Well, that's because, you know, when we're touching it, that's that electricity, that vibration, you know, and you're connecting with something. And and so that goes to show you that what we're saying is real. (laughs) You know, we are, we do vibrate, you know, and and, and our angels, of course, and, you know, uh, uh, the um, spirits and stuff like that, they're on a higher frequency than we are. But when you become aware, then guess what? You're on that same frequency as well. Exactly. So that was amazing. Hearing, yeah, and I'm also here, and I know this is God and angels telling me, and we also move to a rhythm. 
And when our rhythm yes. is off, that also causes maladies in our body. It also mm-hmm. causes mental anguish and stuff. We have to be in rhythm, that vibrational rhythm. So whatever that rhythm is, because we're all different, we're all unique. But yes. we know, and we know when we're not in rhythm. We might not call it that. You know, we might be saying, oh, I'm just still out of sync. I'm not, I just feel lost, out of whack, yeah. whatever word it is, but it's our rhythm. Yes. And, and that vibration, they're all intertwined. You know, it's just a rhythm. Life has a rhythm. It's a cycle, and it's a rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we know about rhythms, don't we, Deborah? Deborah is also um, <laughs> what I what I found out. Woo, girl. Let me tell you secrets. So I found out that Miss Deborah is a drummer, um, and uh, she can play. She can play the drums. I was like, what? So, you know, uh, Angel and Sylvia, we're going to have to attend one of the drum circles, um, the next drum circle that they have, because I'm excited about that. So when you talk about rhythm, rhythm is what moves us. I mean, and that's from the beginning, you know, way, that goes way back, you know, that rhythm is what moves us. So, yeah, yeah, that was good, Angel. That was a good point. Um, and Sylvia, let's talk. Let's get to you, Missy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So let's 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 hear from you, and um, you know, because I know that you do a lot of healing as well. And I want you to share, if you if you can, if you have a story that you can think of um, that you want to share with us briefly, because you know we're, the time is you know getting down to that time. But if you want to share something with us as well, we would love to hear from you. Oh, sure. Now, <clears throat> I've been able to heal since I was a small child, not unaware mm-hmm. of what I what my capabilities were or not even knowing what I was doing. And right. uh, I've healed myself quite a few times. And mm-hmm. I remember one incident when I was going to Johns Hopkins on a regular basis. Um, this was back in 1988 up until, I guess, the early 90s with a condition that they thought I had called pseudotumor cerebri. And uh, mm. that's where your brain acts like there's a brain tumor, but there is no brain tumor. Okay. And um, I remember being just totally out of it. And I thought, you know, the Lord spoke to me and said, <clears throat> now, you know, you don't have any brain tumors. So, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you just need to touch yourself. And he said, physician, heal thyself. Well, we all know I'm not a physician. So mm-hmm. I was a little confused about who he was talking to. And he said, mm-hmm. heal yourself. And I just put my um, hands on my temples, and whatever mm-hmm. I pictured was in my brain or in behind my optical nerves, um, pull them out. And I saw all this murky, gooey, ooey, mm-hmm. red blood clots and things. And I just mm-hmm. pulled it out and threw it away. And I wow. did this every day for a while. And... Mm-hmm. Um, when I went back to my doctor, they sent me to a new doc. The hospital sent me to a new doctor over at Wilma Eye Center, and he said, "Well, you know, there's nothing there." He said, "And we do believe that um, your body's just acting like um, there's a tumor because of all the steroids you've taken over a period of time um, mm-hmm. due to the asthma." And I just said, "Thank you, Jesus, because you know He speaks to us in such a light, loving way." Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just so wonderful. And another quick story was. Um, and I hope Angel doesn't get um, emotional, was during her father's passing over, he grabbed my hand and he was talking to me. And um, he said to me, you know, look out for Cookie. 
and um, you don't heal me. Cookie, don't ladies and gentlemen, me. is Angel Kangalee. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Angel. I mean, <laughs> and he said, "Look out for Cookie and don't heal me." I'm going. I'm ready to go. I'm just. I'm just waiting for her because she told me not to go until Thanksgiving. And um, um, <laughs> and this was. Wow. I think it was the day before Thanksgiving. Um, you guys, it was Thanksgiving, Angel. What was it? It was. I told look, I told him to wait until after Thanksgiving. Thanks, he went well, Thanksgiving morning. Thanksgiving morning. <laughs> and he told me to tell her I waited until because um, you know how older people are, they get the time mixed up. And he said I told her <laughs> that I would wait, and he did. And um, mm-hmm. I think a friend of mine was in the room with me. He's like, "Why is he holding on to you so tight?" I said, "Be quiet, he's talking." And I mm-hmm. told him, I said, look, boo, if, if I knew we were going to have a date, I wouldn't have told my boyfriend to come with me because he was off the site. <laughs> and he just smiled and, and, and he went. And um, he just wanted, um, and I, you know, that was just a loving, loving thing because, you know, when he was in the emergency room and, and Angel and I did some Reiki with him to try to find out what his problem was. And uh, mm-hmm. he just was, did not want to be healed at that point. He wanted to go. Right. He was ready to go. Right. But you don't tell people that when they're in an emotional state. But, right. Um, he allowed me to tell her that after uh, he went on home. So that was a good thing. That was right. a good thing. And you know what? That's, that's a good um, that's Yeah, that's healing. And that's a good um, a good segue to this, uh, Sylvia, when um, people are, you know, I guess um, hospice or they're about to transition, you know, they just want, I I think Reiki can ease them into that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Yeah. So even though they, they're, because when people are ready to go, they're ready to go. Exactly. And I believe that Reiki just kind of helps that transition. It just soothes them and makes them more comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. And I like yeah. to ask a question, if I may, to all of you. And everybody's mm-hmm. a Reiki master, but I'm a little confused about it. I don't know everything. I'm still learning. So, uh-huh. um, in dealing with Christians, and we're all Christians because I came from a Baptist church and became Catholic later on in life, and I still mm-hmm. am a Catholic. But um, um, I've had people come across my way that want to be healed, and they want to, I guess, kind of like have some hands laid on them that are not aware of the word Reiki. They are feel mm-hmm. fearful of this word. So how do you guys handle something like that? Or what would you do? Okay. I don't use um, the word Reiki. I think, mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, Lisa, but Lisa and I were no, talking earlier. And I told Lisa, you know, for some people, I think people feel comfortable with the word Reiki. Mm-hmm. For other people, healer. In, in oh. essence, we are healers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. so you you got to know your audience. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. So when you know your audience and you know that this word might bring a, a fear of a connotation or something, then you just use something that they might, you know, can receive better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because because we're, at the end of the day, you know, we're all healers. All mm-hmm. you listeners, you're healers, whether you mm-hmm. realize it or not, we are all healers. What we yeah. What we master in is different, you know, but mm-hmm. we're all healers. But yeah, I would do that. We could talk about that later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and also just well, and also just to um, elaborate on that to give you a scripture because I have you know actually like um, you know I I carry around like you know different scriptures and like Angel said you it depends on your audience you got to know your audience but um in First Corinthians fourteen and one Paul tells us to eagerly desire spiritual gifts. 
And in, um, in 1 Corinthians 12, 28, Paul says that healing is one of the gifts. Paul also says that each of the gifts is best expressed with love. And also Jesus is quoted in John 14, 12 as saying, I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. And we know that Jesus practiced laying on hands type of healing. So therefore, it is scriptural for Christians to practice healing by laying on hands. So, and you can go into your, you know, Corinthians, you know, like I said, First uh, Corinthians 14 and First Corinthians 12, and, and, you know, you can read up on that. But it's laying on hands. That's all it is. It's laying on hand. So, ladies, um, we could just continue to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, and so the, it's going to run over a little bit, but that's okay. Um, but I don't want to, you know, wear out our listeners um, because, you know, we can only grasp so much information at once. And mm-hmm. so I think that, you know, and with the link, they can go back and re-listen to this show. You know, they can do their own research. Just Google Reiki, Google um, chakras, um, Google laying on hands, you know, just, you know, search for yourself, you know, to thine own self be true and ask mm-hmm. God the questions, you know, um, and listen, pay attention to what he's saying. Believe that you're going to receive <laughs> the answer and you will, and you will right. be guided to uh, where you're supposed to be. Um, and before we end this, I want to um, ask, well, let everybody know, um, we do have a healing practice uh, called Infinity Healing for the Mind, Body, and Soul. And if you want to uh, contact us for um, a treatment of any uh, of any sort, I'm just going to give you one general place right now where you can go and you can email us um, and whichever voice, you know, resonated with you, whether it's Deborah, whether it's Angel, whether it's Sylvia, whether whether it's myself, you know, you can ask specifically for someone and, you know, leave your um, information and someone will definitely get back in touch with you because we would love to hear from you and we would love to help you um, in any area of healing that you may need. So with having said that, <laughs> I hate to do it, ladies, but this concludes our show. I mean, you know, for or this part of the show anyway. Um, too fast, too fast. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, I just, you know, I hate to do it, but, you know, like I said, you don't want to keep people too daggone long. Because <laughs> exactly. you know how we, we do, girl. Saying. We can just keep rolling. Yes. So I just want to thank you, Angel and Deborah and Miss Sylvia, for taking you're the time welcome. to share with us today. Yes, you're welcome. Yes. Thank welcome. you so much. Our we pleasure. wish you many blessings in your journey, and we hope that you will come back and share with us. You guys better come back because we have so much more to talk oh, about. You know we will. You know we'll certainly. Will. <laughs> All right. So just sit tight for a second because now we're down to that part of the show where I will leave you with this. I want to leave you with this word. Someone once said that healers are spiritual warriors who have found the courage to defeat the darkness of their souls, awakening and arising from the depths 
of their deepest fears like a phoenix rising from the ashes, reborn with a wisdom and strength that creates a light that shines bright enough to help encourage and inspire others out of their own darkness. So healers, rise up. We must rise up to live our fullest potential. As healers and light workers, we must rise up to meet the call within. We must rise up to aid in the call of humanity for healing. People are hurting around the world. Their hurt is deep and their pain is real. They are silently screaming for help. They have lost the will to hope. They are silently suffering and in doing so have subconsciously allowed the body to feel dis-ease. The body is paying the price for all of the mental anguish that we go through on a day-to-day basis. We don't even recognize how we are creating the dysfunction that is taking place within our internal organs. It all starts with the mind and how we are thinking. The mind is the most powerful tool we have, and if we do not operate it correctly, our bodies will ultimately pay the price. So as healers, we know this, but I must reiterate one very important factor. In order to heal others, we must first heal ourselves. To be a light worker is to come to the awareness of your own inner light and to Share it with the world. It's knowing that the love and joy you feel in your existence is something you would feel happy for others to feel. To be a light worker, in essence, is simply just to be. It is to find your inner light, find the things that make your inner heart sing, and then do it. Alone, this can be a daunting task. You can wear yourself down, not even realizing it, but together we can do so much. By supporting one another and uplifting each other, we can help so many. An old African proverb states, many hands make light work. So to you, my healers and light workers, rise up and unite because, because together we can heal the world. So, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our show for this evening. I want to thank our guest one more time for tuning in. Uh, Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. And a shout-out to my family who are always loving and supporting me. And also to my friends and colleagues in all of my social networking sites. Once again, a big thank you to Angel Kangalee, Deborah Ahern, and Sylvia Bailey, for taking the time to share a big part of your journey and your wisdom with us. We are eternally grateful for you because we know that knowledge is power, and when we know better, we do better. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration, and leave us a message to let us know you stopped by. Also, if you want us to uh, incorporate some healing into your life, visit the website or send an email to info at yourdestinyawaits.net, info at yourdestinyawaits.net, and someone will get back to you quickly so that we can help you on your healing journey. And if you like us on Facebook, 
uh, go to facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 and also follow us on Twitter at least 101. That's L-Y-S-C 101. Make sure you come back and tune in next week on Monday, September the 19th. So your mission, ladies and gentlemen, if you choose to accept it is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation Seek God and learn how to love yourself first, because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. You're broken down and tired of living life. On the merry-go-round And you can't find a fighter But I see it in you So we gon' walk it out Ooh, mountains We gon' walk it out And ooh, mountains And all Silence is quiet, and it feels like it's getting hard to breathe. And I know you feel like I am, but I promise we would take the world to a dream. Ooh, I won't bring it to a dream.
policeman stopped. Yeah, it was the lady parked next to me. I called my wife. My dad got up in the middle of the night. My neighbor helped me out. I called a tow truck. Anyone can jumpstart your car, but for replacing a dead battery and installing it for free, there's no one like Batteries Plus Bulbs. I'll install it myself. I'd like you to do it. Visit BatteriesPlus.com for a store near you. It fell off the roof of my car. It fell out of my backpack. Oh, it fell off my grocery cart. I tossed it to a really clumsy friend. I tripped while chugging. My two-year-old had a temper tantrum. It bounced down two flights of stairs. No matter how you broke your smartphone, there's only one smart way to fix it. Batteries plus bulbs. I dropped it on the floor, and he stepped on it. Schedule your repair at batteriesplus.com. 